roll him. Oh, he's got stage fright. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to episode 20 of Channel Massive. We have Woo! reached like two decades Mind worth fault. of episodes. Two decades. <laughs> if we only recorded once a year, That's this, right. would be, this would reflect 20 years the entire of generation MMO recording. podcasting. Yes. That's Nintendo. so pathetic. <laughs> and yet, beautiful. This is Noah. Jason. Jason has a beer in his mouth. Is the naysayer. <laughs> on I, I am not. celebrating a Christmas ale by a local uh, brewing company called Breckenridge Brewery. Woo-hoo. Nice. And there's Jim. Howdy. And Markinator. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to do any voice modifications. Markinator is a smoker. You have been cleared for termination. <laughs> This is Mark. How are you doing? Tonight we will talk about stuff and things. Mm, thank you. But I can smoke cigarettes through the hole in my neck. Sweet. Quicker access. Oh, uh, yeah. But tonight we will be talking about... And guess what? Episode two. Funnier than fucking ever. Yes. We put or the we fun... Think so, at least. ...in funny. Speaking of fuck... Like, I wasn't here last week, but I listened to your episode, and it was like an episode of Deadwood. Was it really? Mark said the F-bomb like four times. I explicit tagged the podcast. It's all all perfectly fine. Well, I already broke All according to plan. The thing, though, is I was tricky with my XML feed, and I advertised this as a potential source for my little pony MMO (laughs) trivia, so there's a whole new generation that was exposed to that episode. That's what we're getting all new users Yeah, that's right. All the My Little Pony MMOs. Welcome, children. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to our house of pain. Prepare to learn. House of tail pain. (laughs) <laughs> so tonight we're going to be talking about what we've been playing the last week. We have a meme update of sorts. Oh. <laughs> we have something to say about our contest. Something. Jason has a twig. Uh, yep. I have That's twig. what the ladies say. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't call it a twig, no. Speak softly and carry a big twig. That's right. <laughs> I call it a little bit uh, more That's than a Roosevelt twig. used to say, anyway. I'm talking uh, redwood, <laughs> California. Sapling? Twig? All right. <laughs> After oh. that, we will have a roundtable discussion a little bit out of the norm for us, and we are going to be talking about gaming news and our sources for it. The nutrients that feed the twig. That's right. <laughs> Mostly crap. I guess it's more or less why <laughs> we need good fertilizer. Why we like to go to these sites, you know, kind of kind of prop them up a bit, give them a give them a shout out. Yeah. Basically just kiss a bunch of asses basically what this yeah. uh, topic is going to be about. Except for one. I'm out. I'm going to take you on on one of them. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. I have something to say. Oh. Yeah. All right. Mhm. Well, let us hurry towards that climactic moment. I might forget by then. It depends on how many more Jack and Cokes I consume. <laughs> Shall we begin? Yes, sir. Okay. And now for what we've been playing. What have you been playing, Noah? Well, let me tell you, Jim. Ooh. I've been playing some more of my attorney game. It's 
very long. There's lots of text to read, so... This is the one that I was, like, asking if it was, like, law and order <laughs> yeah. and stuff. <laughs> I almost actually expected you to ask me that again this time. Yeah, probably. man. No, it's more like the people's court. <laughs> Judge Judy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it's excellent. I've been playing Super Mario Galaxy, which it's just such a wonderful game. I don't want to speed through it. I want to just enjoy it and just get in at a normal pace. But I'm supposed to review it, so I might have to crank through some more of it. Are, are you being pressured to give it a good review? Yeah, is the uh, industry you pressure you? From your, from your uh, Nintendojo uh, website, if <laughs> you don't give it a positive, I'd have to fire myself. You'd have to fire yourself. I'd have to have a mutiny. <laughs> I know that happens that. to us all the time where we feel those It's pressures. good to be the king, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know if you realize this, but uh, during the week, while you weren't paying attention, I bought 52% of Nintendojo. <laughs> which would be a technically a controlling share, so actually, uh, we'll have fired. to talk a little later. But <laughs> <laughs> it's now going to be called Channel Massive Nintendojo. <laughs> or would it be Channel Nintendo Joe Massive? Yeah, it has a ring probably, to it. It does have a ring. A certain je ne sais quoi, if I say so. Mass Joe. Mass Joe do Ninja. Massive Joe. Massive Joe. Massive Joe. Massive Dojo of Channel Nintendo. All right. That was the last attempt. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's wrap that one up. Um, wrapping up. In addition to that. I had a City of Heroes experience. Yeah, you liked it. You had a great time, right? I mean, that was like probably the best time you've ever had playing <laughs> City of Heroes. No. Oh. <laughs> I think we Sounds should discuss like Mark it. Was trying to convince you that we should discuss it. Time. We should discuss it. Yeah, we will. I mean, go ahead. Win now. Well, yeah, go. Ahead. I wasn't yeah. involved in it, so you guys. You weren't involved. So, I mean, you started it, but I'd like well, to talk. I joined about late. It, I kind of stumbled upon what Mark. And Jim were involved in. It was an area that I'd heard of by name, but I didn't even know how to get to it. And what was it? A PvP area. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bloody Bay, which is accessed through right. Steel Canyon or Skyway City. Yeah, and those two I think it was neighborhoods steel. via helicopter. Yeah, you go there in a helicopter, and you get this mission where you have to take ore samples from six meteors. And whenever you approach the meteors, usually these jellyfish zombie abominable snowman thing pop up you have to defeat them and then you can use this little tool to extract ore and then after you've gone over the whole map and gotten your six samples then you have to attack some fire base yeah it's called and which has rocket launchers and flamethrowers around its outside perimeter and you have to destroy all those and then there's a little hut in the middle that's got four automated machine gun turrets on top of that you have to destroy all those, and you have to do everything quickly because they respawn on their own, and you can't use the machine inside the hut to analyze your meteor samples unless every single tower is destroyed. Okay, so what does that have And to do the... it's a PvP zone. Okay, yeah, that's, that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> and that's like, where it gets fun. The PvP zone? <laughs> well, if a villain happens to kill you, you lose all the meteors that you started, and you have to start the entire mission from scratch. Oh, and it's like a daily quest. Experience. It's repeatable. Yeah. Actually, I guess you do lose experience if you get killed by the machine gun turrets and stuff like that, because I did. Yeah, yeah. If you I, get... well, I, I gained experience debt, so to speak. Yeah. But if a villain kills you, you, you have to start the mission over, but you don't get XP debt. Okay, so I'm taking it you died multiple times. Well, let me tell you. Oh, the other thing that they didn't tell you is that everyone's exemplar to level 25. So everyone in this zone is level 25, no matter what level you enter at. Okay. Which you'd think would level the playing field. No. 
Not so much. Not especially <laughs> people have designed heroes and power sets specifically and for And they're like totally tweaked mode. out with their enhancements. Yeah, which does apply. Teleportation and super speed apparently is the that ideal. Teleportation has such a whole new meaning. Invisibility on top and of Yeah, and I, I remember for a while there, everybody was like, teleportation is the suckiest travel power ever. Yeah. Unless you're doing it for PvP. Yeah. <laughs> if you're being chased, it's great. Yeah, it was, um, but, but even, there was one person there that wasn't running away, wasn't jump around, I mean, he was just beating the living crap out. He was a dominator, and he dominated us. He, uh, yeah, it was the, it's quite sad. The class is quite, quite a fitting monkeyer, I'll tell you that. Yeah, he, it was, it was brutal. And the be- the worst part was he was Wait, dressed so up didn't like Mike Tyson. you enjoy your PvP experience? Is that what you're <laughs> trying to tell us? Well, well I think at first... We were all kind of into it and stuff like that until we started getting penalized for the mission that we were doing. Oh, right. And that he was just kept looking for you, and he, he knew... So it was like the did. same guy who kept trying to... Yeah, it was the same... No, there were maybe three people out, like, that I saw over and over and over again. You know, and they just guard that final place where you had to... Right. Like, right. one was a stalker, and one was a dominator, and I didn't even get the class of the other one. I don't know what it was, but it was brutal. But I then it was funny you hear them actually, going back yeah, and I forth that about that's so funny because you oh, yeah. would be the, that guy. I would have been, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you weren't there to help us. No, no, no. I would have been on the other side joining them, mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe he was. Mm-hmm. But no, you know, I, it, actually, it I kind of wish I was now because that just uh, that sounds kind of like something fun and you know deliciously evil that I would have done. <laughs> well, <laughs> I wondered evil. was if they were on a mission or not. If they had a mission or if they had probably not to kill. They were probably just grief. I think they were like level 50s that came in to just screw around and battle. You know, I don't think they were trying to do it. So you don't get experience. That's a good question, though. I'd like to look that up and see if if the villains actually have a mission in that zone or if they just go in that zone to. Yeah, I found their base. I mean, they have a. Just like the um, heroes have a base, they have a base. I ran into it and was like, oh, get me the hell out of here. (laughs) So So it might be the same mission. Yeah, I think it is. But. If but I did read that if you're level if you're over if you're level twenty five or over you can't get experience for the mission I don't even know if you can get the mission mm. so they were there just to to duel each other or they to duel heroes to and to grief us and it was fun it was a lot I, more fun than the arena yeah the arena is so constrained and it was it cool it was a, it was a cool st- storyline it was nice because up in your uh, like map your map thing? area it. Yeah. it it showed the six blank spots for the samples you had right. to to get, and you know it would fill them in once you got them. It's it's cool. It's neat. So, Mark, any uh, any other gaming experiences for you besides uh, City of Heroes, City of Villains this week? Oh, I'm trying to think. Did I do any Mass Effect? No, I haven't played any of my single player games. Did you play? I played a little EverQuest too. Did uh, you play Rock Band? I did play Rock Band. Yes. Oh, yeah. I played Rock we Band with uh, everyone but Jim, mm-hmm. who sadly couldn't make it. Nineteenth, so and after the nineteenth episode, we all—it uh, was cool because like Noah brings down the box, and it's like this this huge box <laughs> like with crate. all the components. Like on a pallet, we had to, we had to construct the the Death Star, so to speak. <laughs> it Drums was cool, and man. guitars. Yeah, at and first, we didn't know what we were doing. We couldn't figure it out. No, actually, you know, it was really easy. You didn't really have to read an instruction manual or anything yeah. to put it together. It was it was really that well put together. You could just if you just if you had any sense about yourself, yeah. you could just 
put all the parts together and get yourself going. The drum set was sturdier than I thought it was. Oh, yeah, it really was. Mm -hmm. I I was shocked. I was like, wow, this is actually like a cool... This is like something you'd see, like an electronic drum set that somebody would construct, you know, just to... Like the one that used to be right there? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The one that used to be in in the (laughs) studio. Where's my drum set? We have to talk to someone named John who who contributes the trailer segment to the show. (laughs) Yeah, I really like that. I like that part of it where it was easy to just... You open the box, you could put everything together in a fairly Mm -hmm. reasonable amount of time and just start playing, man. I mean, that, that was cool. I like that part of it. Yeah, Plus, we started I mean, at what, maybe 11, 11.30. Yeah, and got done at what, 2? When I was like, we've got to... Was it 2.30? Like, we've got to stop. <laughs> you know, if you wouldn't oh. have said anything, I would have never stopped. I, I couldn't believe I said we long. should stop, but I was just like... Uh, it was a work night and everything. Yeah. Shit, I... Yeah. You know... I could have play, played that game us. all night long. Yeah, that Boston tune was hilarious. It cracked me up. I just love the fact, because that's like... That is like a, a quintessential... You know, rock epic. Yeah. You know, if there ever was one. I mean, it's just hilarious. It's hilarious. You know, it's just funny so that they overdone. put a song like that in that game. Yeah, it's like and six minutes long. Like, we failed horribly. Like, the very first, I think it was like the very first couple times we tried it, it was just an yeah. absolute failure. You know, the crowd started booing us off the stage, and, you know, and then the, the music stopped, you know, and I. I don't know what happens. Do they like? I think they like simulate turning the power off, like on the band or whatever, and just basically yeah, just they tell like you to turn the, the arena off, the off yeah. basically. <laughs> you're nice. oh, like, you guys suck. We, we were screwing around, and then we got like all serious, and we started to do this, like the the scenario, because we wanted to start unlocking yeah, songs, world and it minute. gives you this three song set list, and you have to play, and it's like, and like we finished the first song, and Jason's like, oh, I'm gonna go get a beer, and it's like, no, we have to keep going. It's a set list, and we were like on, and the the crowds. Like, hey, what are you doing? And we're, oh, crap, crap, we got to do this. So, yeah, and what's so cool is when you do really good, the crowd actually sings along. Yeah, they do. Yeah, the, yeah, so cool. they get the lighters you can hear them out, singing the chorus and everything. Yeah, it's oh, really cool. And it was so pathetic, though, because like some songs, well, like the Boston song, that Boston song is like one of those songs that you. Like, if you, you just listen to it on the... I mean, you hear it on the radio every so often, and you know it because you've heard it so often throughout your lifetime. But you really don't know it, you know, yeah. if you think about it. It's like, you really just don't know that song. Right. It's the same thing with that Aerosmith tune that, oh, that yeah. they threw out. So I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, that sucks. This Aer- I've heard this Aerosmith song, but it's not one of those Aerosmith songs that they play a lot on the radio. It's not just well one of those every once in a while yeah. songs that they play. And I was like, oh, crap. And sure enough, I'm like <laughs> all over the place on the vocals on it. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, we totally bombed that one. It's great when you bomb. It's better, way better than like Guitar Hero. Like the the feedback that you get from the game is just so funny. It is, it is, and I I had a blast with it. You know, I I I was kind of skeptical at first, but man, I I had a blast, and I'll admit, if I if I get that Xbox 360 that's supposedly rumored to be showing up (laughs) at Christmas time, (laughs) the first game I'm going to go out is I'm probably going to go out and buy a copy of Rock Band. If you can find it. If I could find it. (laughs) Noah, who hoarded three of them. Noah had three of them. (laughs) Really? Yeah, it was crazy, man. Noah's been around the block with the game industry. Are you doing eBay in them, or what? He's well, like, <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be able to get one until after Christmas, and I really wanted one bad. And GameStop said they wouldn't ship it until the beginning of January. So I ordered one. I'm like, well. And Amazon only wanted $700 for uh, it. Yeah, and I'm not going to do that. Jerks. And then the very next day, the Best Buy that's across the street from my work 
got a whole bunch in stock, so I went and got one. I'm like, you know my parents would really love this game because they love Guitar Hero a lot. So the next morning I got another one, and that day is the same day that GameStop shipped me unexpectedly the one that I'd ordered. And so I'm lugging these huge boxes <laughs> around. Is there like, I don't know, they're like four and a half feet long and like 20 pounds and carrying it out of my car and into my apartment and getting the return slip and taking you it back. You poor guy, you should try stop. being in a real band. Yeah, that's <laughs> nothing. <laughs> look at that amp over there. Yeah. See <laughs> that? <laughs> yeah, look those things around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't so much, it was just, it wasn't so much the physical labor, it was just kind of goofy <laughs> dealing with that many of them when they were so, they went from so hard to find to way too many of them. Noah Ward lives at 555 <laughs> Blank Street. Thanks. And I, I wish the listeners could hear Jason's how Jason kicked butt in the vocals and is able to and well, his continue, I did okay and his continuous taunts towards us. <laughs> Look at me! I well, got, no, I I got a ninety-eight, was, motherfucker! Would no, you no, I don't like. I got it, a sixteen. I think it was like the Radiohead. It was Radiohead <laughs> creep. Yeah, and he, I scored a hundred percent on it, and I was like, I was taunting Mark. I was like, he's totally taunting. How do you me. like me now, bitch? Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Like you did it because it shows you like how well you did, and I was like, I got a hundred percent on the vocal part of it, and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just slightly proud of himself, just slightly. Uh, but then, but Jason's then, a creep. The he's funny a thing, yeah, exactly. What but the then, hell are you but doing then, here? the tide suddenly turned here. when, like, I think it was. Like a song like Mississippi Queen. Oh god, that <laughs> killed him. <laughs> killed him. And you, I mean, again, that's one of those songs oh, that you, you know kinda, but not really. And man, I was all over the place on that song and I was like, okay, I'm I'm not doing that good this time around. There's one of the features it was like of this, humble pie. One of the features <laughs> of this game that's really cool is you can you, you have like three lives. In it, in it, and so you can you can start to choke, and if you really choke bad, you'll actually it'll actually stop showing you the part you're supposed to play, and you just are supposed to be done. But you can be saved by somebody else who's not sucking, and so I'd be like, <laughs> Jason, save me! No, save me! <laughs> that was so funny. And they'd like they'd like get they'd get something and yeah, we'd like, raise the we'd, guitar we'd like or whatever, do and, so good, and it let me let me start like a up thing again. You have to do and. And then you could bring you could bring that yeah. person who's sucking so bad back which, into the game, which made me reflect on actually really playing in a band and like, you know, whatever night it is that that one person in your band has pre <laughs> pre gamed it a little too hard and they're a little off, and you're like, oh god, I gotta save this motherfucker. I don't know how. I guess I'll go over and stand next to him and kind of rock back and forth to what the beat should be, not what he's actually playing, or maybe whisper something like, "That's the wrong song you're playing" or something. <laughs> But it, uh, that was, but that's a cool it, part of the game that lets you do that. I mean, I just think it's funny. I, it was a fun game. I had a blast with it. Yeah, it, it, I wish it, Jim had been it there. Gives me hope, was, it gives me hope for games again because I haven't had that much fun just playing a game of any kind in a, in a very long time. To be perfectly honest with you, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you seriously, said that after. It, was, it, it was it was one of those experiences that gave me faith back in games in general. And Jim, I got Guitar Hero 3 on the 360 also this week, which I've been playing, and it's hard. Is it pretty? Is it? Yeah, pretty it's a lot more piece. difficult than the way that the guitar parts are in Rock Band. Rock Band has a smaller indicators. You have to hit it right on the beat, but the the fingering parts and everything else, it's a lot simpler. Whereas in the medium level in Guitar Hero 3 is, like, hard Rock Band. But what's cool is the Guitar Hero guitar is compatible with Rock Band, 
so we can all play. Oh yeah, because there's together. a bass part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jim, did you have any other gaming experiences over the week that you'd like to share with us? Uh, Besides your your PvP. No, that was the only thing I participated in. I thought that that was really fun, and I I want to explore the PvP zones further. Yes, yeah, so yeah, I think it'd be cool. I, I just I I wonder how many times we'll run into the griefing thing where people are A just lot. maxed out to to kick your ass. But yeah, I want to just see what other PvP zones there are. You know, like. See what what don't the uh, what, what's it all about? Because yeah, there was like a level fifteen running around in there. Yeah, that was crazy. crazy. They got auto exemplared up to God knows what. Yeah. So, pretty cool though. All right, well, let's move on to our next segment. Jason, what time is it? It's time for the weekend gaming. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Oh, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on this week. Tell us more. Um, Fury, Fury. Surely you have heard of Fury. Yeah, it was my first car. No, no, no. We're not talking about the. the <laughs> it was a 1972 Plymouth Fury. Oh God. Actually, <laughs> I do have a quick story. If 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 you'll allow me it. My friend in high school had a Fury 3, and it was like, it was a convertible, you know, it was sweet, you know, pristine condition, but this thing, it actually acted possessed. I, I shit you not, and I've been, and, you know, at first I thought he was joking, because he'd tell me stories about his car, you know, kind of freaking out on him every once in a while. I'm like, dude, you're full of crap, and he's like, dude, you travel with me long enough in this car, you'll see it happen once. I'm like, bullshit, whatever. So one day, and this is back in college, we, we're in Fort Collins, and, and he's like, hey, I want to go drive by this used car place, because they have these, like, really cherry, you know, classic cars there I want to take a look at. And I'm like, yeah, sure, let's go check them out. So we're driving out there, and I swear to God, as we pull up to the place, his car starts going crazy. The wipers turn on by themselves. I shit you not. He did not want to be up The wipers started, <laughs> like, just... And he couldn't turn them off. I saw him trying to turn the wipers off. They would not turn off. <laughs> and they, it just kept going, and, it, man, it creeped me out. And so I will never I will never walk into one of those cars ever again. Didn't you have, like, a Mustang that... I had a Mustang. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. That's another story in <laughs> oh, itself. We'll maybe, save that for the next maybe weekend. Maybe one gaming. of these nights we'll get to that story. <laughs> <laughs> I have a possessed car, too. Anyway, back to the <coughs> Fury. Furin by Aron. Um... It's the greatest game that was never played. Yeah, it's like hack and slash PvP MMO that, of course, really didn't live up to expectations. And well, let's just not miss mince words. It bombed, essentially. Um, Sweet. Basically, they decided, okay, we're going to basically give you the option to play the game minus the monthly subscription fees. So they're going to the free to play option. Uh, according to the release, the free mode called Chosen will give players access to all game types, weapons, abilities, and you'll be able to, um, you'll, unfortunately, you know, with the, with this aspect of the game, you'll only gain gold and essence at a reduced rate, and you'll be unable to swap goods with other players. If you're willing to spend a little cash, um, you'll get upgraded to a hero mode, uh, which is available that will increase the gold and the essence gather rate. 
and uh, you'll also be able to trade with other players, and I guess it gives you a couple more benefits as well. Uh, this was basically came out after they said, well, we're going to lay off some people, you know, we're going to, you know, because, of course, the game... <laughs> we're going to lay some people off and polish the game. didn't sell that well, you know, and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Well, that all happened, and then, you know, not, not, too, sh- not too long after this anou- was announced, Oron shut shop. Oh. This blurb came across the, the net mm-hmm. not too long ago where they just totally shut down. They've gone into voluntary administration, which is apparently... What, we're, what we call bankruptcy. So, uh, so are they related to Perpetual in some way? Well, yeah, dude. <laughs> and, and if you thought Perpetual was going to be safe from the weekend gaming this week, they're not. They're <laughs> But I'll get into that a little bit later. Perpetually in the weekend gaming. Anyway, they and essentially it sounds like they fired pretty much all their employees. They pretty cool. much got rid of them. You know, they're going to be... They're going to go into full liquidation. Uh, so they got rid of them, or they're working on a volunteer basis? Now? No. <laughs> no, that, it doesn't sound like that at all. I mean, they're going to be paid for meant. their work yeah. to date. Some political plus all term. annual leave entitlements, redundancy payments, and long service leave. Mm. Um, so, you know, that's like a severance. Uh, you know, beyond that, you know, that's pretty much it. You know, the, the game's toast. Essentially, essentially, that's what I'm trying to say, is that the, the game... Game Furious Toast. Well, not to you know, be and, too... and I think it kind of goes to the whole what they were trying to do. First off, the game wasn't that great to begin with. Second, it was all surrounded around PvP, so mm-hmm. you're kind of limiting your your audience right off the bat from there. And no, wasn't really an MMO. It was more of a exactly like the was... whole typical lobby thing. Um, I played the beta, and I it was really clunky. It was a huge client download. It was really clunky. The it was supposed to be lightning fast, reflexive combat, and instead it was like I don't know, just mediocre. Yeah, I was like, I if I really wanted, it. if I wanted to play something like this, I just would play Guild Wars and do it right, you know. But why? Why do I need another a knockoff of Guild Wars that's supposed to be unique somehow? So, not too surprising from a, my point of view. Agree. Agree totally. Mm-hmm. Uh. Fox News is in the MMO news, amazingly or not. Uh, O'Reilly Quest. Well, they are of course the latest, the latest uh, news source to blame video games on the decline of uh, mankind. Uh, they, of course, everybody's probably seen the article by now. Online game meetings sometimes end tragically, but phenomenon re- remains rare. Is this a Geraldo Rivera exclusive? I don't know. They list all I'm the under a helicopter problems. to report they, on an MMO. Oh, the, sorry. Well, you know, the, they, of course they do the Baby Jane thing. Where, oh, yeah. You know, Baby Jane, of course, and the parents were, you know, they meant through World of Warcraft. And, well, that's why they decided to kill their baby. <laughs> you know, no other reason, Dark you know. Violence. It wasn't the fact that they were psycho or so. anything. They, they, they meant so in World of Warcraft. War I, I don't think the article takes it that far, but it's still, it's just another one of those, it's another one of those articles that comes out, like much like the CBS and a uh, storm, uh, storm segment that I ranted about last week where mm-hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, you know. I wish somebody would go on a killing spree and blame it on Fox News. We should have Fox News Quest. <laughs> it could be. It could be like Fox. You know it could what? Be, but they wouldn't report on it. Fox News, the MMO, sure. the search for integrity. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Exactly. The never-ending quest to not 
The cool thing is, is that not wars against ambiguous concepts like <laughs> drugs and with, terror. With all, terror. The, <laughs> with all the attacks going on on MMOs by by the by the mainstream media lately, you know about how how it's like such an evil dark world and how you can get so caught up when the, it could ruin your life. Dr. Phil came out and actually sticks up <laughs> for an online game. What the hell? Yes, it's true. Clinical psychologist <laughs> and talk show host Dr. Phil. He's not a big fan of video games, but he stuck for he stuck up for teen-centric virtual world there.com in an episode that chronicled the young girl's addiction to the game. It's true. This girl, she was a 13-year-old named Lex- Lexi. She had she put in a lot of time in this game. And, of course, her parents were concerned about it and everything. And Dr. Phil, he came out and he just said, you know, he dismissed the notion that there was any fun to be had by spending time in a virtual world. And to his credit, he did make a point. He absolved the side of any blame for her issues. You know, he basically said it's not the game's fault. You know, it's just, you know, it's... Bad parenting. Well... That would have been funny. You know, it's her... (laughs) And kind of realistic. These games have, you know... Yeah, they have like all the all this stuff in them that you know that appeals to young gamers or whatever. But you know, he said the problem is not the game, but the problem is the use of the game. You know, <laughs> I, I can't do a good Doctor <laughs> Phil impression. Is that I'm sorry. like it's not the it's not guns that kill people, people kill people. Well, actually, it's bullets that kill people. Oh, okay. I think Chris Rock said it best: is, is that you know, gu- you know, if you're if if you price the price of bullets like so high to where they're like ten yeah, thousand dollars a bullet, Rockism. yeah, then you, nobody would ever die because you'd be like, "Man, I'd shoot you, but it's too expensive." Damn, this bullet costs way too much <laughs> to fire. So I'm just gonna get really mad at you right now. <laughs> anyway, I, I I just thought it was kind of cool that Doctor Phil kind of came out and he, of all people, Doctor Phil was the the voice of reason. When it comes to you know talking about how video games are affecting society, well, it's always the first time. And of course, what week in gaming would be complete without another story about perpetual entertainment? <laughs> Perpetually, oh, God. Perpetually <laughs> failing. Rude. Is that irony? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, uh, they're being sued now by uh, I think it's Conky uh, uh, Entertainment or Conky Communications. I'm sorry. Um, they've Conking Communications. They're they've been promoting promoting uh, numerous uh, MMO developers like Mythic, uh, Red Five, Turbine, real and, developers uh, as Net, opposed Net to uh, vaporware. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, basically, they're suing them for breach of contract, fraudulent transfer, fraud, and various other charges. Uh, looks like damages are anywhere between eight. 80,000 and 290,000, perhaps more. Uh, the complaints come from allegations that Perpetual sold valuable assets to uh, Star Trek Online. They sold the license to P2 Entertainment, which is a third party that's thinly veiled as a separate corporate entity from Perpetual. Um, I don't know all the legal legalities, but that's kind of the gist of it. Uh, it's. It's just yet another misstep with this company. It's like, okay, gods and heroes, you know, oh, you know. I wonder if there's still ads for that in PC Gamer this morning. You know, hey, there might be. 
There might be. Family Netflix. And it's kind of funny <laughs> still because... Still in the release date, Even too. today, even today, there was a, uh, a thing on Warcry. Apparently, they did an interview with, uh, with the developers for uh, Star Trek Online. Yeah, and I've heard some things about it. They have, it. like, an exclusive screenshot of, you know, combat action. I think it showed, like, a... It was, like, on a planet where they were shooting, like, a Gorn. You know, the, the Gorn. Oh, they kind of no. look like a slee stack from yeah. the Land of the Lost. You know the, you know what I'm talking about? The Gorn? Awesome. Yeah. And, and that was about it. It was like, ooh, we have an exclusive screenshot from Star Trek Online. And I'm like, man, Gods and Heroes had exclusive screenshots, too, and... That <laughs> game never saw the light of day, did it? Yeah. So are. I don't know. I I can only think that this means more trouble from the Star Trek Online MMO, and it's just a waste of a great license for that bozo it is. company. It is. To... I mean, come on. If if I were, well, I would. I mean, Paramount own, doesn't per- Paramount own all the rights to Star Trek? I think so. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not. I, you know, I don't know how all that works out, but whoever, whoever owns the license. Yeah, pull it away from pull pull, pull it away from these chumps. Yeah, give get it away, to, get as far away. Give from it these to guys Bioware, somebody with can. a reputation and God. some kind of. Yeah, could you imagine Bioware doing a Star Wars? I yeah, I mean, if they do that, anything they touch, you mean Star Trek? Oh. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, I yeah, mean Star Trek. That's right. Because <laughs> reportedly they supposedly are working on a Star Wars one. But. <laughs> we all know it's Kotar Online. I mean. Um, also this week, huge, huge patch for Tabla Rasa. Um, this patch adds an auction house, which, hey, I've been saying should have been there from the very freaking beginning, but it wasn't. But already you can see some semblance of a, of a community economy building in the game, which is pretty cool. Um, they've had a lot of cool consumables, like... Some armor boosters, adrenaline boosters, which which are really handy to have. They really help. They really help out in the game, and it's. It, I've been using them. So you're saying you're addicted to adrenaline boosters? <laughs> yeah, man. Give me some more stims, <laughs> man. Come on. Gotta like those marines in Starcraft. Um, they also have these uh, portable waypoints, which you can deploy wherever you're at, which is which are really cool. Um, so. Because some of them, like, sometimes a waypoint's kind of a ways away from where you're at. And there's no other way back except to just run all the way back. Well, this is the future, right? <laughs> so the cool thing is, is that they added these portable waypoints where you could actually open up a wormhole and have access to the waypoint network wherever you happen to be at. And you can and jump to wherever waypoint you want. So that that's really cool in itself, too. Of course, if you go to our... If you go to our website and read my last blog, the patch wasn't without incident where I logged on and, and I found like I had I had a real ridiculous amount of repair damage that I had to repair and it cost me a ton of credits. It was like 80,000 80 yeah, it was like 80,000 credits, probably more than that. You know, give or take a few, I guess. But I was just like, eh. at first I didn't think anything about it cuz I I guess I just didn't see exactly how much it was going to cost me. And then, like, all these messages start coming down general chat. They're like, what the fuck? You know, it was like, it was hilarious. Like, all these messages are coming down, and I'm like, what's going on? And people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just spent that much on repairs. And and people are screaming, and, and I'm like, what the hell? And so I, I went, and I'm like, 
maybe I should look at what I just did. No, and so I opened no. up my backpack and I looked at how much, how many credits I had, and I was like, because <gasps> I knew I had like way more credits than that before, and I was like, there's no freaking way. <laughs> so I was just like, oh my god. And sure enough, like shortly after, a message from an admin comes down, basically saying that, yeah, we know that there's a problem. We're shutting down the servers. We're going to have a fix for this. And to their credit, the next time I logged on. All my credits were back, and everything was repaired to 100%, and there was, like, oh, that's cool. no issue at all. I was like, So Sweet. did you essentially net a free repair out of it all? Well, I mean, the repair cost still would have been fairly high, but they would have never been, like, that high. But I think what they did is they just repaired everybody's armor, and they gave people who spent credits on that all their credits back. Well, that's cool. So, so really yes cool. was the answer to your question. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jason Talker. No, uh, Jim. I'm the filter. He is the Jason Talker. Tell Jason to continue, please. And the babblefish. <laughs> yeah. Uh. What? Did you what? level? Did you level again? What? Are you leveling? What? He's leveling. I am leveling. What level are you now? I'm leveling. Four, at least. I'm leveling. Woot <laughs> is the word of the year, according to uh, Merriam-Webster Dictionary. They have named Woot, yes, W-0-0-T. Word of the year. As the gamer slang of the year, and it's like... It's in the dictionary now? Well, I, I guess it might be. I, I'm. How does this know, make you feel, Noah? The word was voted on by visitors yeah. to the website. I've used the um, it ha- Actually, it says, though the word has not yet been included in the regular... Uh, Webster Dictionary. The website notes that the word first became popular in competitive online gaming forums as part of a infamous hacker language or elite speak. Um, for those for those listeners out here, um, the energy level in the room dropped significantly when Noah the Grammarian heard about this, and he's <laughs> looking upon the world with a noticeable glow of great unrest and displeasure. Actually, in celebration of this news, Noah, maybe you could use that word in a sentence for us. <laughs> Woot, I'm a loser. <laughs> <laughs> he pwned you. Bravo. Bravo. Uh, well done. <laughs> You're so rock sores. <laughs> you rock sores, <laughs> my rock sores. <laughs> exactly. I peon you. <laughs> we peon the English language. <laughs> oh, man. American. We speak American over here. We do we speak, speak American. English. Leaked. for the weak and timid. Um, and I guess in a, in a odd, uh, this is the last bit of news, and it's kind of an oddity to me. Cryptic Studios, uh, you know them, of course, from so City of Heroes, City of Villains. Uh, yeah, but I can never understand anything they write. Uh, uh, yeah, they're so cryptic. <laughs> well, this is kind of a cryptic thing because they they recently announced that they'll be closing down their forums and their blog on their website to focus. Their undivided attention in development. Um, of what? It was a blurb that came by. It's just, it's just really weird. I'll, I'll read the, I'll read the blog. Well, it's not a blog post. It's actually a forum post um, by Kestrel. It says, as work on Cryptic Studios' upcoming pro- projects progress, we have reached a point where we must focus all of our energies towards ensuring that our presentations of those projects are the absolute best work we can do. Oh. So effective today, we are closing the Cryptic Studios forums and blog. 
We're excited about what Cryptic Studios has planned for the next year and beyond, but we need to give those plans our undivided attention. So long, forms, bitches. <laughs> there are some so, great. So basically, <laughs> we're not going to listen to you anymore. My bullshitometer yeah, exactly. has just. And we rang. can't wait to tell you about them. Uh, we realize that our presence has been missed on the blog and forums, and we apologize. <laughs> We've been paying attention, though, and your feedback and suggestions have been noted. <laughs> Everyone at Cryptic Noted. Studios would like to thank you. I am right the I wonder if that, that email that little Timmy wrote will be duly noted. I am very concerned that you're going to totally fuck up the Marvel yes. Online game that I was looking forward to and talk my mommy into buying me. Closes with, we will be releasing more information about our projects in the coming months. Yeah. So please keep checking CrypticStudios.com for information. Who is left at Cryptic Studios? Isn't it just Jack Emmerich? Is it like yeah, him in a big of, room? The, like like where state, I work? The statesman. Like, it's, it's like <laughs> he probably dresses up every day. The whole thing about oh this, my God. The kind, you know, yeah, in this Captain America this little mask in his suit. There, there's like part, part of me doesn't want to put much into this, but part of me is like, why do you feel the need to totally shut down your means of communication with your fan fan base? They're I mean, not shutting it down, Jason. They're just specifically making it. It's like that one way. It's like that software. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, like that software project. You listen that, to what uh, we you know, have to just, say. I, you know, it's like, you know, yeah. and, and of course, and this this goes back to the whole rumors that the Marvel Universe Online project is well, yeah, you know, in mean, trouble or whatever, and it's, you know, it's like, okay, well, but what, you know, why shut down your blog? Why why shut down the forums? It doesn't make any sense to me, you know. If so they can focus their like, energies on more polish. <laughs> I told you I mean, why. does this more come down shine. from, like, higher up? Does this, you know, are, you know, because I've gone to this website before. I've read some of the blog posts, I've read some of the forums before, and I've never, hardly ever, rarely, rarely seen a developer actually post on it. And all of a sudden, now there's, like, going to be, like, a blackout, you know? No, we're not was, supposed to post on it. It was anymore, too much right? information. There's one up so yeah. clearly, uh... I don't know. Something smells a little bit fishy to me. You know, mm. I'm not in total panic mode yet, but it just doesn't smell right My to me. shoes. <laughs> That's all I'm saying I on like that. Them. Anyway, that was the week in gaming. Yeah! <laughs> All right, so now it's time to get into a status update on the main project. Mark and Jim have been making speedy. M A M E. I'm sorry, I had to specify that. <laughs> Which stands for multi arcade something emulation. I don't know what the fuck it stands for. Hmm. All I know is it stands That's for. That's why a bunch he's not working on this. To, <laughs> trying to make a game, a game box that plays nothing but old arcade games. Well said. But that's cool. Your eloquence, as usual, leaves me inspired. <laughs> So, old people gamers box. Is that good <laughs> enough? Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Was that OPGB? <laughs> Anyways, we yeah, wanted that's to a different know acronym. what's been going on, how, how everything's been going in your quest. And Jason actually has his, some questions for you. Yeah, are, are there any resources out there, like online or, or, or whatnot, to help you go? Oh yeah, there's um there's a gazillion good resources out there. You know, arcadecontrols.com, uh, 
I don't know, it's, just type you know, just the meme website itself, meme.net. Yeah, yeah, billions of stuff. Yeah, meme.net is a great yeah, resource. I mean, there, there's books, uh, websites, you name magazines. It. Probably a news group. I haven't ever checked that. But how difficult is it to find the uh, the actual games? That can be a little challenging if you want to be purely legal. <laughs> but if you want, and we to, are uh, purely legal here at. Channel but if you want to take a take a ride on the wild side, <laughs> it's pretty easy to come by. Uh, you know, mame roms. And, oh, is that uh, what they're called? They're called roms. Roms. Yeah, they're basically images of the roms from the, the chip, games. The actual chip. An image of are, the chip. Yeah, oh, downloaded. They take game. the chip out. They put it in this thing. It analyzes the chip. Makes it a virtual image of it. And you. So, like, say you want to play Pac Man, that might have. When you look, when you open up like the zip file for it, there could be like sixteen little files, and they're all little virtual ROMs that represented what was on the motherboard of that game. Oh, kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. How easy is is that to like upload onto? E- easy, easy with the the main software. The emulator. Yeah. So there, there's already emulator software out there to yeah. allow you to yes. do that. That's pretty cool. That's really simple. Um. And how about uh, what, what's your progress been like this week? Uh, have, you, have you guys got an update for us as far as where the console is at? Well, Jay, I'm glad you asked. Uh, Jim, you want to uh, you want to take this one? Yeah. Wow. That, that's, man, sounds like you guys got a lot done this yeah. week. Really focused. Wow. I'm totally focused. Uh, thanks, I think. <laughs> so what's next? Yeah, change the topic. And now the latest on our contest. It is officially closed. Woohoo! As of tonight. Now we're going to draw That's live right. on the air. We're holding the drawing because we actually got lots of... Of correct answers, and Thank we you. actually had one incorrect answer. Only out one. Of, That's out amazing. Of billions of correct answers. Yeah. yeah. What podcast were you listening to? I don't think he. I don't think that entrant listened to the podcast. <laughs> no. But it was, it was a good guess. Well, it was a valid guess. It was one of the possibilities and mm-hmm. possible answers for sure. Yeah, I so I don't think it was. I think the guy was smoking crack. But we'd like to thank our <laughs> listeners for participating. Our massive members. We're very excited to see how much you all were into this contest. And while we will be doing the drawing tonight, we won't be able to tell you who the winner is. But just know that if you are the winner, you should look for an email in the account that you have submitted your entry from tomorrow. And you just get back to us with your acceptance of the prize. And or a refusal, you if you want to will it to oh, me. And, 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 have and take it. it's true. A, a quick note about that. If you are going to pick Age of Conan, please specify whether you want the console version or the or the PC version. We'll there ask you, we'll ask you more all the right questions pay. in the email. Ten more dollars distributed across four people is two dollars and fifty cents. It. It's worth it for you massive members. Yes. So are we going to begin the drawing? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Oh wait, actually. What was the let's answer? Let's review the question. <laughs> oh the yeah, answer. let's review the question. So the question was in what online role-playing game did Jim have his first virtual sexual experience? <laughs> it wasn't real-life sexual experience? Well, well we weren't there It was to, a both. Uh, <laughs> that'd be kind of hard to do. Yeah, I think it might have been a both. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah. But the no. correct answer was... Drum roll, please. Ultima Online. And that answer was to be found in episode 9, by the way. Episode Chicken nine. Play Clux. Very nice. And thank you to everyone who actually had to go back and, and listen to lots of episodes. And thank you even more to the people that just knew the answer from listening to it. Yeah, who've been with us from the beginning. Right. So here we go. We're not going to say I'm shaking up the. I'm shaking up the magic hat. Our, our, we, we're so technological that we have a hat <laughs> Put filled your with, microphone next with to papers. It, so. Here we go. Yes. So you can hear the billions of entries being churned around (laughs) in this magic hat. And now I will present the magic hat to Noah and he will draw. It's a very solemn ceremony for those of you. I am going to call this play by play. Noah's reaching into the hat right now. Oh my god, he's catching on fire. Oh the humanity the humanity. (laughs) He is he is listing to the side. He is falling out of the sky. He says, "Interesting." Right. So we will announce. We will be contacting. We'll actually contact you tomorrow. That's right. But that will be in the past once this podcast That's is posted. True. Yes. <laughs> once again, and of course, we will officially announce time uh, and space. Have we will officially announce meaning. this winner at least before Christmas, sometime before Christmas, I imagine, during our very special holiday episode. Yes, our Festivus episode. Our Festivus <laughs> Kwanzaa. For the rest of us, Hanukkah. Festa Hanukkah, whatever episode. Excellent. All right. For tonight's roundtable, we're going to venture outside of the world of specific MMO topics and talk about where do we get our news on the MMO industry and games video games in general. This is Mark's brainchild. And Mark, actually, you have a, an extensive list of places you've been to that you'd like to go check out, so maybe you can get us started on this topic. Oh, yeah. I'll, uh, well, let's see. It's kind of evolved over the years. Um, back in the first per- per- blah, blah. in the first person shooter days, it was Blue's News for me. I'd always go there and check out yeah. what Is that kind of like on. Blue's Clues? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, just a you know, just your basic website, and it would just kind of list you know this is what's happening with yeah. Duke Nukem Forever. Uh, you know that was that was one of my favorite topics. Um, you know, just basics like you know this is this is what's going on. These are the little stories you know, and it, it I don't remember when it started, but it's been around forever, and so I, they've yeah, kind of earned my trust. Movie, oh yeah, it's definitely still around. Uh, so that's one of them. Um, more recently, uh, I've started to uh, go to Tin Ton Hammer um, for for news and updates. Mm-hmm. They've got some pretty good stuff. Um, and then, you know, I've been like a Slashdot subscriber forever. I mean, back I have like a really low number for that, and that was because of the techie news. But they have a pretty good games like yeah. kind of subdivision that's read, run by Michael Zinke, and um, and so I've I've always kind of kept up with stuff on there as well. And then, of course, sometime eight to nine months ago, I started to get into listening to podcasts. And so my favorite two podcasts would be Virgin World's podcast for the news. And, of course, the, the accompanying website. I think that they've got just great stuff. Brent has a, you know, he delivers it every week. And the, the, the blogs and stuff on the website are really good. And then the Instance podcast for World of Warcraft news is really a favorite of mine. 
Um, those guys have been at it for quite a while, and they're, you know, it's just it's just really good stuff. It's entertaining. They obviously know everything there is to know about the news for World of Warcraft, and it's delivered well. And they 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 don't tend to dwell on the stupid stuff, which is kind of nice for, uh, you know, podcasts devoted to a game. So I kind of like that. Uh, that's, those are pretty much mine. Yeah. What do you What do you guys What do you, what, what about you, Noah? Years ago, I used to have a routine where I'd go to three or four websites. I'd go to IGN first, and I'd go through each of the different channels. I'd look at the Nintendo channel and the Sony channel and the Microsoft channel and the PC gaming channel. And then I'd go to their movies website, and then I would go over to GameSpot, and then I would finish things up for a laugh with Spong, which is a British tabloid video game news site. And I'd like to call it a tabloid because... Nothing is other, true. Well, they do actually. They they break lots of rumors. Is that what tabloid means? In my mind, in <laughs> pictures of Sarah Michelle. Well, I Geller. think in, in Britain it doesn't actually. That word actually doesn't have that same connotation. But here, huh. definitely. Have you seen how fat Jennifer Love Hewitt is? She the- says she's not fat, <laughs> and she's pissed off that people say she's fat. She says a size two is not fat. I'm sorry. I, I just dude. I just know these things. She's a porker now. Man. Anyway, but Spong is also <laughs> a good read just because they've got a good sense of humor about things, and a lot of stuff they've said has come to be true, and they, they always are very proud to say, and we broke this story two years ago, and here's the link to go back in time. But as the years have progressed, I really don't have time to go over that many sites in a given day. I just started to lose track, especially when you tacked on real-world news CNN and stuff like that. Right. So I've just got down the game spot, which is, I guess, humorous now. Because they huge. provide news that doesn't fire their editors after making <laughs> negative reviews. Negative or reviews. Not super on high reviews. Some game that really sucks. Oh, what what game was he in trouble for before? It was like, um, was it like a Mario game or something? I that he was Zelda. Zelda. He gave Twilight Zelda Princess. like an eight, right? And people wanted him killed. Yeah, because they thought it, the fanboys wanted it to have a 9.5, 9.0. And it was sacrilege that he'd give it something below a 9.0. I think that's a little weird to it's to obsess over the score of your boy. favorite game, right? Well, GameSpot, IGN, those sites have a lot of clout. They're in the top three or four of all gaming sites gaming enthusiast sites on the internet so whatever they decide makes a big impact on the little vocal forums and fanboys trolls it isn't like it is with games now does anyone trust one source anymore for a review do you guys I mean I do (laughs) there's been a there's been a huge proliferation of crap blogs I think if anything there's a lot more are less they credible sources out there? Because I heard it's just a lot of noise. Yeah, logosphere. I have not really. I think it was like Sean Elliott from GFW was saying that what what is happening a lot of times is the game the publishers are trying to pull the meta scores up from like Metacritic and other games like that, and that that's their whole that's their whole thing is the more the more places the scores are posted, the higher the 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 average is what they're shooting for. But he really? didn't finish the thought that I... Well, when he said that I started to think, does that mean that people are making bogus blogs to try to artificially raise the level of their game on Metacritic? 
and, and other things. Well, there's definitely been a number of cases. Sony's done it. You know, they it seems create like... these artificial blogs that are, oh, we just love PlayStation 3 and it's just the coolest thing ever and it's a total marketing scheme. It's just it's really hard to trust a new startup blog or something that's kind of young because you don't always know exactly who's behind it or what the motivations are. Yeah. So, in my well, Frankly, that's the state of journalism in our country anymore, don't, don't you think? In my experience, I think it's just... It feels and it's Going not necessarily a guarantee. News. It's not a guarantee, but I trust Fox News for mm. all my gaming news. <laughs> Very balanced. Going with uh, going with the publication that's been around no spin. for a while that doesn't sell out. Like, go ahead and say it. I know where you Windows. I know. I know where you headed there. <laughs> Used to be computer gaming world. Yeah. So, and you know, just for sufficiency's sake, GameStop. I'm sorry, GameSpot. That's always driven Everybody nuts. screws that up. That's it, really it just drives me nuts. I don't know why they both had to have names so similar. But GameSpot does a really good job of presenting their news, backlinking, doing pretty balanced presentation of the story, dispelling rumors. It's, I mean, you can think whatever you want about the reviews criteria, but their news staff is pretty top-notch and thorough. So it's a good place for just to get a little summary and to get on with your rest of your day. Wow, I feel like I sold the ones I listed short. I only glossed over them briefly. <laughs> well, well, tell us why you go to those then, Mark. We'll yeah. go back to you. Well, we- they've, they've gained my trust. Um, the only one of them that's really, really commercial is Ten Ton Hammer, right? I mean, it's m- the most commercial. Ten Ton Hammer is just a bunch of... Isn't it like a, like unpaid people? Don't they have man? advertising and stuff? Like a little that? bit, yeah. But I mean, it's not nowhere near as much as like massively.com or, or well, that all those that was the one I was hoping somebody would bring up so I could crucify them because that. <laughs> well, why that why, why thing, crucify massively.com over advertising? I mean, that, that's because, how they make money because the Duh. content would be twenty five percent of the page compared to the seventy five percent that is ads. <laughs> like you have to scroll down. You have to scroll down like at least half of your browser just to get beyond the first two gigantic page spanning banner ads at the top of the thing and it's really not and then their stories are like i don't know they're i I guess all these others that like i have listed have gained my trust because they've just you know been really they they're very i guess their goal is not one to make a bunch of money through advertising and then you've got these ones where it's just it's advertising, 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 and it's just it's just it drives me nuts. I well, guess again, how do you expect these places to make their money? I mean, seriously, do they need to? Do we need to make money? Well, for server costs. Well, no. I mean, we're not making. We're giving away money. Mm-hmm. We're doing it out of a passion, and that's what all the ones the sources I trust are pretty much doing. I think uh, it's yeah. called a business. <laughs> I'm serious, man. I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> Grudge match. No, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, it, it, why begrudge them? Because they're they're a business and they're trying to make money. Because I they can't sell... see the content through all the ads, I guess. It's just, it's cheap. It's, it's like, I don't, know. I don't it's see like, that. I mean, they post a lot of They're different like the stuff, whore on I mean. the corner, you know? I mean, they've got their red dress on and uh, the pimp's that. coming by trying to get the money. And so you're it's saying, like, like God, I wish I could just get to the, you know, and, I'd like I to mean, have a meaningful Tintin conversation. The same with thing. They, they all have some advertising. They have I mean, some. They don't have it's, as much, but, yeah. I mean, they still have to have some way of, you know, paying for sure. you know, certain costs here and there. I mean, dude, it's just, it's about money. Well, 
you're just saying you're basically saying that my argument is not valid because I find it distasteful. Well, you can't say that I'm wrong for finding it distasteful. I find it distasteful. It bothers me. You're finding it distasteful that somebody has that much fucking advertising per square inch of text. Look at this. Here, I'll pull it up. (laughs) God, it's like pulled it up many times. It's like. You know, Jason, I've got two webmasters here. Let's see what they think. It makes me think of the news. I saw a story today. I'm not sure if it posted today. That Blizzard basically confirmed they're working on a new MMO. Basically, Mark's point is Mm -hmm. is that if you're advertising on a website too much, then you're selling out. You're a sellout if you advertise too much. Yeah, pretty so much. Therefore, GameSpot, if you're a community GameSpot, OneUp.com, IGN.com, you're a bunch of sellouts because you advertise too much because you're trying to make money. Heaven forbid trying to make money in this business. You know, yeah. being in journalism, being in journalism, trying to report on news, gaming news, interviews, or whatever. You're trying to make money. Heaven forbid you're trying to trying to make money doing that. So you're a sellout. If yeah. you do that. By the way, our rant this week is included in our rant. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> you know, that, that's all I'm saying. I, I just think it's it's hysterical that you're you're just you know, any site that has advertising on it must be it's a not, sellout. It's not you know? a, it's not it's not so much that. It's not if they have advertising. They have, okay, so advertising. If they have two pieces of advertising, are they a sellout? I can't quantify it. They have four pieces of advertising. Or how, how many banner ads are you willing to accept before they're a, they're a sellout, Mark? Well, I mean, where is your where is your threshold? Massively is my threshold. So I guess you could work backwards mm. from there. I, don't know. Just... I mean, my 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 thing is I I don't go to any one website to get my news. I I talk to people. I go to gaming blogs. I. Shoot, I'll, I'll, I'll check out some stupid blurb on msnbc.com if there's, like, some kind of gaming inter- interview or, or a game review, if, if it just interests me. You know, I, I don't care. But, you know, msnbc.com might have too many advertisements on it, so that well, might be too it, much actually, for Actually, that show itself, like MSNBC, can anyone actually see what's on that screen behind all the little pop-ups and crap? Not that it's advertising, but... It's like, Jesus Christ. I guess I'm just a stickler for wanting, like, clear-cut content, you know? I mean, and that that's another topic we could discuss, is who's just skipping this all together and just reading stuff with, like, an RSS feed reader. I mean, because that's the other way you can actually. But then the RSS feed reader might take you to a website <laughs> that has too many advertisements, Mark. Well, you better not touch that. If, that. if that happens, I'll just have to deal with it as best I can. Noah. <laughs> what is best in life? <laughs> like I said, what do you piece. think about um, advertising? You know, Nintendo Joe for ten years, we've pretty much never had ads. There's been a couple periods every once in a while where we've had a single ad banner here or there, for maybe two or three months. But we've deliberately chosen to pay for it out of our own pockets to not bombard people with marketing messages or to suggest that we're influenced or paid for. Sure, more legit, you'd say, than any other Nintendo website out there. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that it was a personal principle. It was a decision. See, it's a principle. Principles. Not the kinds that are in schools, but principles. Well, I was looking at Massively.com just now to 
see what you're talking about. And I think one of the biggest problems is just a it's a clunky layout. There's too much space given to the masthead, and then you have an ad banner above that, and then you have another ad banner to the right. And with all the extra additional touts that they're using to pro- promote their own stories, they're not actually advertisements, but it looks like there's just so many messages screaming at you. And I think it's just a really poor site design. Yeah. And if they were more intelligent about the user interface and how to lay out everything, it probably wouldn't be so overwhelming. It'd be more focused. There's not See, a lot of focus there. I'm just overwhelmed. That's what it is. My senses have been overwhelmed by this. Now, granted, you have tempered it with saying that that's a suggestion or a ding against their quality because the ad banners take such attention. Because it looks cheap. Attention. Yeah. But, you know, Sorry. server costs and with videos, with... I mean, it used to be just images, but now there's videos, there's all sorts of downloads, a lot more content that's going on the page. It's requiring a lot of sites to have to get into ad banners whether they want to or not, just to pay for their own server costs. And what's been interesting is for many years, it was a common story for most fan sites to not have advertising because it wasn't our, it was it wasn't easy to get plugged in. But now lots of fan sites do have advertising and to a degree that's added legitimacy to their efforts because some people will come and they'll say, Oh wow, there's actually people paying to be displayed on this website, that must mean that these people have credibility because someone else thinks they're credible enough to advertise in their space. So I guess we're not legit, is what you're trying to say. <laughs> I would hope that we have listeners principles. and it's readers funny how Jason are intelligent to make that decision without message. making a superficial judgment based on the appearance of the website. So what you're saying is Jason's the antagonist in this group. I don't know. I couldn't. I don't think I, I wouldn't say that at all. I just think that I'm. That would make me the protagonist. <laughs> no, he's the, the killer explorer. He's the killer. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's right, his man. archetype. I'm. I'm the socializer. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. <sighs> Mark, go crawl in that hole in the corner and just stay there. No way. Jeez. I didn't lose any battle of wits. <laughs> All I said um, was... Well, actually, did we didn't get Jim's input on what he liked to do. I like Jim's answer the best. I know news. what Jim's answer is. Oh, well, we all put this uh, email thread together earlier today where we discussed what we were going to round table about. And I... While you might think my answer's cheesy at first, I don't really think it is. I, I'm kind of the social water cooler guy, and so I get my news by coming here every Thursday night and recording this podcast and and a lot of it comes from Jason's twig every week is where I get my news I don't really go to all these cool websites that advertise too much or too little (laughs) but that's my answer Channel Massive Channel Massive is where I get my news there's there's my humble plug Brownie points. Your <laughs> yeah. layoff has been postponed. postponed. <laughs> uh, cheers. You get a pass. That bonus that was, that bonus that was going to go to Jason. <laughs> yeah, we'll just divide that up. Uh, what they don't know is Jason has already taken the bonus money and <laughs> flew off to Cabo. Dang it! Well, bonus money is the change he found under the cushion of the couch upstairs. So. This since this segment has spiraled out of control, I might as well just bring up another thought and 
just kind of round table it. Was that's better than bringing it to an end? Yeah. Why? Why, why, why let it end? We have eighty-one seconds after all. Uh, what? What are your thoughts about? And this is just an idea I've been kicking around, but and it's that old joke from like uh, Ghostbusters where the guy says print is dead, but like. Gaming magazines, right? We had um, Computer Gaming World became Games for Windows, and to a lot of people, that was like, a, oh, holy crap, they sold out. Yeah. Um, PC Magazine but because they continues to advertise things that are canceled and has release dates that aren't <laughs> even close to being real and um, have become rather elitist, in, at least as I've heard some reports in their attitude on like this blogger crowd who wants to think they can go to trade shows and stuff <laughs> like that and and don't well okay like so i think it was jason's point maybe when he was talking about when um when they when the beta when the nda dropped for pirates of the burning sea mm-hmm. how fast the blogosphere had oh, reviews yeah, totally and like, in, insightful ooh. information and they had all this stuff like that day it was like bam it was done way before a magazine could ever go through that whole long layout printing editing process to come to the shelves and two months later tell us what we knew that very day right so what i'm asking is 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 well, the older is, dead. is 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 mm. is the magazine type is that stuff dead is it, it is. Is, has it been totally the media is dead has I it mean, been give me a break has it been deprecated by Jason, let him finish his question. Right now, oh, yeah. I already know the question. Shut up! <laughs> I already know the question. The great psychic Jason will... <laughs> He's levitating again. Has has this new media, like blogging and podcasts, uh, give, which gives voice to people that aren't necessarily... Credible. Yeah. Is it more credible now? Has it become more credible? Because... Yeah, blogs, mm. podcasts. Part, partly, yes. I'd say, I'd say, yeah, it is because they're not being. A lot of the blogosphere is being paid to come up with, you know, the perfect review to satisfy advertisers or whatnot. You know, I mean, shoot. I mean, they're just there. They're like, oh yeah, I, I got in the beta of, of this game, and once the NDA is gone, I'm gonna spew everything I know about this game, whether it sucks or not. You know what I like? Here I go. I wonder if they got as much input from their beta testers as the beta testers put into their personal blogs once the NDA was down. I'd wager not. No, and even then, no one gets what they want out of a beta test. No, uh, ever. I don't believe because there, well, there's so much self-serving egos in the blogs. That's why I don't think that there's credibility in the blogs. I think there are credible blogs out there. But there's just so much noise. And I think so there much are. Crap. But the thing is, is that I just, think if you would look at if you. You know, I'm pretty sure people will look at blogs and go, okay, well, this guy's just ranting for the sake of ranting. You know, he's just being a total dick. Yeah. You know, it's like, so, there, there are a lot of blogs out there that just say what they feel. Yeah. You know, and, and, that's, and that's that. You know, it's just their perfectly well, blunt opinion on the game. It's not a rant. It's not, it's not a total slam on the game. They give their, they give their opinion on the game. Mm-hmm. See, like, bloggers... Okay, so... With the whole back to the GameSpot thing, right? There's this pressure that the that the publishers of those magazine or that the publishers of games can 
kind of exert an unspoken pressure on people who write magazines well, right, because or have there's, there's very professional involved. websites. Right, well, or worse yet, exclusive previews or exclusive yeah. that, future that, projects, you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just exclusive well, access. It's, it's that too. Like when they fly like Jeff Green out to Blizzard headquarters to see something before anyone else sees it. No blogger is going to get that, right? No. However, the problem is, what kind of pressure is that on him to give the preview a favorable spin, which becomes a mini-advertisement for the game? Yep, it's true. Right? So they have that advantage, but they also have that... When they do that, they become indebted, sort of, in a weird subliminal, subconscious kind of way. The blogosphere, we don't have that advantage, but we don't have that disadvantage either. We're not... We're not beholden to anybody to say how it is. We could come out right after that playing that beta as soon as the NDA drops and go, it's pure shit, you know? This game is a knockoff of such a, some other game, and it's crap, exactly. and here's why I think, I think it's it crap. To, and I, I don't, think the blog has to be fairly well written, and it has to be well thought out, and it can't just be like... It, it can't be like a one, one or two paragraph blog that says, this game sucks ass. Thank you, that is all. Right. Like, well, that, that is like my that. kind of review. <laughs> right <laughs> well, no, there. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> Thanks for playing. And I, and I think, and I as think long the, as there are no ads. I really think right. that the gaming community <laughs> can can discern between the the total twelve year old rant about a game and a actual real honest review about a game from a blogger. I mean, if a blogger is going to blog about a game and, and totally just drown it, you know, with a bad review, then. You know, it's got to say more than this game sucks. Yeah, you would hope that you would. You know, I hate it. Right, and I don't. I don't know. know. It's got to. You know, and and so I I think that just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give the public a little credit here. Well, even though I know I shouldn't sometimes. I think the public deserves the credit. Yeah, I think the public deserves the credit of being. You know. You know, intellectually sound enough to go and, and read a blog that says, "Okay, this game sucks." The end. As opposed to a blog that says, okay, this game has some decent features, blah, 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 but here's where its flaws come out, and, and, and it, you know, it, it, it's a decent review, and it'll, it'll, give, it'll give you a good idea of, you know, if the game's bad, or if it's really great, you know, and, and I, I, I just don't think that, you know, you can totally poo-poo, I don't think you can poo-poo a lot of, you know, Sell out gaming websites on that either, you know. Some, you know, maybe an it may be an honest review from somebody at OneUp.com or GameSpot or Massively or whatever. Sure, sure. You know, where they're giving you an honest review. You know, now this whole, you know, this whole shit storm with, you know, with the guy who got fired from GameSpot for giving a poor review to the, what was it? Uh, Kane and somebody, or I can't even remember the fucking name of the game. Anyway, apparently it wasn't up to expectations. And a lot of game players felt the same way as well, you know? It wasn't like he was the only one who thought the game sucked, but, you know, it's like, come on. You know, and, you know so I understand, I understand where people can come and say, well, you know, th- this review is coming from, from 1UP or GameStop, or, I mean, GameSpot. There I go. It's so hard to do that. You know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, well, I can't trust this review anymore because it's, you know, it's from a sellout website, you know, that, you know, gets paid advertising dollars by these game companies. 
you know, I don't want to feel that way, you know, but the blogosphere, the blogosphere is fairly br brutally honest. Why? It is. Yeah, I think so. I think because there's not a lot of advertising involved. No. Yeah, I'm not, but I'm, like I said, I'm not saying that a lot of these reviews aren't, you know, from IGN.com or whatever are invalid because... No, I wouldn't say that either. Dollars. I'm just, just, I'm just posing the question is that, you know, has, has the common man, so to speak, been elevated to be able to, to get their opinion out to the masses, uh... With the changing media, you know, well, with the internet's word, brought... Word spreads fast. Word spreads fast these days. You know, if a game... You know, and, and... You know, I'll bring up the point where Tabla Rasa, they've actually, you know... I think last week I mentioned that they said, we allowed too many beta testers in our game. So once yep. the NDA was lifted, everybody was like, oh, my God, you know, this game sucks. I played in the beta for two days, you know, and... right. And I totally had a bad experience with it, you know. But then, I think if those same players were to come and play that game right now, they'd have a totally different opinion of it. Yeah, I think a lot of people are thinking you know, that and, and that And that's what I'm saying, is, is that the internet allows you... It, it's, it's good for games and it's bad for games, where... And I, I think Garrett, Garrett had a point when he was saying... You know, okay, yeah, we we allowed too many beta testers in the game, and and it allowed like the bad, it allowed the bad vibes to flow through the internet so fast that you know we couldn't recover. And now, even right now, there's a, there there, and this is like the quickest I've seen this done is where they're actually offering a free trial. God, already a free trial for uh, Tabla Rasa on MMORPG.com. There's like you know some kind of deal with them where you can get a free trial for three days or something yeah, like that. That's fast. That and was really that's fast. The fastest I've seen that happen. Wow. So, you know, I'm kind of thinking. Well, you know, maybe he actually did have a point there, where, you know, your 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 initial impression and your initial reviews are going to come right out of that fan base. Who once once the NDA drops, there's going to be tons of reviews out there. Right. Just like that. Right. In Pirates of the Burning Sea. You know, same thing. You know, there's a lot of conflicting reviews on that. Yeah. You know, and some are favorable, some are not. You know, and who knows how how the bad negative reviews are going to reflect against it. You know, there's been some positive reviews. You know, but it's just, it's the same, it's the same thing where, you know, you've got instant feedback right off the bat. Yeah, I and I, I think it's a good thing. For the most part, but then again, it could be, you know, totally damaging too. What do you think, Noah? You've had a gaming website for years now. You, as as things have changed and the the uh, admission to entry and the in <laughs> the reporting on gaming has become significantly less of a hurdle for people. Yeah. I mean, are you? Do you think most of the blogs out there are crap, or do you think most of them are? Good or I mean, what what is your? No, it's, what do you think of these upstarts? Some of them are good. Yeah, some of them they just have a group of people who are willing to spend all day posting little snippets of information. From a journalistic point of view, I don't think they're that great because there there's not much meat behind the content. I mean, an update on any one of these given blogs is I don't know fifty words. 
Yep. Well, that's, that's an exaggeration, but you know, just a paragraph and they throw up a screenshot that they take from another website or some corny graphic and boom, that's an update. Whereas my website and a lot of the peers that came up around that same time treated it more like a newspaper of sorts where you have to write a full article. There's no cheap and easy way to post content. And it's, it's, some steep competition because so many people on the internet are into instant gratification, getting stuff for free or with minimal effort. And blogs are really well suited to those people because you can just go and you can get little tiny chunks of information that may be all that you need. You don't really want to spend a lot of time reading a huge full-size magazine-length article. Right. You want the... Because you want the old school format of like the first two paragraphs have 90% of the content and the rest is just but the thing that I've noticed in some blogs not in all and I'm not going to say whether it's a majority or a minority or whatever because I'm far from an expert in the topic but many that I've come across people in their then these are fan based blogs people in their zest to get an update up as soon as possible tend to disintegrate into being really childish or making little snarky sarcastic remarks and jokes and there's there's a lot more interpretation of the of facts rather than reporting the facts so you get a lot more flavor you get a lot more personality in your news but it's not necessarily as accurate and that's one of the reasons probably one of the primary reasons why i like gamestop GameStop. God. <laughs> I got you again. I've been so obsessed with like their website and trying to locate stock for Christmas gifts and everything that's really been in the front of my mind. Anyways, that's one of the main reasons why I really appreciate GameSpot's news more than any of the other commercial ones because they just seem to be thorough and objective and they're not snarky or if they're going to be snarky you know up front this is a personality piece and it's not something that's going to be sassy it's it's just such a huge turnoff for me and that's probably because i'm old school in terms of you know subscribe to magazines in the 80s and 90s and there is something really special about getting those magazines at the start of the month or at the end of the month and seeing what was going to be in there and now you can get all that information instantaneously that's been damaging and killing off the print magazine industry but it's, it's, I think it's a big loss because now that anybody and their dog can write up a little blog, well, it's just a lot less quality out there in I think, terms of journalistic point of view. I th- yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you know, the I can appreciate the the finer aspects of the you know journalistic integrity and the, the ability for people to actually write sentences that are well formed <laughs> and, and paragraphs that actually you know like the, the constructing the, sentences the ones that don't uh, run on forever and ever and ever and you know yeah. well, I mean not only is it a, a you know a comprehension of the English language but it's also you know checking sources and yeah that's and uh, yeah. exercising real real journalistic journal- tactics and right which I you know, That's, with with anything I've ever put together like for, Storm? for the public, <laughs> just like her, except not as hot. But um, God, I'll tell you, video games make me want to fucking kill people. <laughs> I, I've heard of, I've heard that's common or neglect children. Uh, More news at eleven. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. Well, okay, so my whole point was brought on by the fact that I have three game magazine subscriptions right now. 
I have um, Beckett's Massively Online Gaming Magazine, which a lot of people think is just crap. But, hey, I, I don't mind it. I think it's got some interesting stuff. I have PC Gamer, and I have Games for Windows Magazine. And I'm sitting there looking at them, you and I'm like... You subscribe to one of the sellout magazines. All three of them. I mean, well, all, I have three <laughs> magazines. And I'm, I'm looking at them, and I'm like... They have ads. Oh, yeah, lots of ads. I'm like, <laughs> do I... Am I going to... Oh, I like the ads in them, though. I like those ads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so massively. You just don't like the ads. Oh See this gosh. ad at the top of massively? It's for a goddamn Bluetooth head camera phone thing. The ads mess. in my gaming magazines are at least related to gaming, and I like them because it shows me, like, oh, look what's on the horizon, or look what's about to be canceled by Perpetual. Uh, it's but not anyway, free iPod. the reason I thought of the bringing this up was because I look at them and I wonder, when, is, when do I... Have I ever read one of these, like, beginning to end, like I used to in the old days? I can't remember when I have. Like, maybe when I was, like, in, you know... God, I, I can't remember when I've had the time to do it. Cool. All my yeah, well yeah, have those, bowel if, if, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I like to just get get in there, get done, and move on. But uh, but um, you know, I mean, the, I guess the point is that I don't find myself reading those magazines anymore. I might pick out one article that I want to read, and then maybe look at the release dates and realize that they're woefully inaccurate. Uh, and how much money again. per per uh, subscription do you think you spend on on these magazines? I don't know. I don't so remember. Just asking. Twenty bucks a year. Ten to twenty. Because I don't. I don't have a regular. I don't have a regular. It's probably all. All total, so I probably pay forty dollars a year on all three. I have a Rolling right? Stone one, but it was and free. You know what forty dollars a year is? Um, it's probably a new game. Starving children. It's close to a new game that you could buy. As that's my my big question is: Do I need these anymore? Because I'm getting more information yeah. that matters to me out of the blogosphere. That's more timely, more more on target to me than these are. These are the previews and are just say, advertisements you for the you would publishers. Get more more information with and, and all, the, even all the. All the online ads on on massively.com and one well, For massively, I use an RSS feed reader to aggregate that, so well, I don't actually have to be subjected so. to the ads. But um, but a lot of the other sites I mentioned, I like to go to and actually, I like to go to the site and just see what's there. Um, but in some cases, I'll like one up and uh, massively, I use the RSS so, feeds. So but essentially, what you're saying is, is that you could save yourself a ton of money if, if I switch to Geico. Yeah, totally got rid of <laughs> all of all of your 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 paper. Wait, well, did they pay us for this? Yes. Um, Actually, get yourself a new game. I've started adding. I've started podcast in in podcast advertising. Mm, this is really good Starbucks. This is and this this Coke, <laughs> this Coke and Bacardi I'm drinking is really good. I uh, just wanted to point that out. It's light, refreshing, crisp, and yet somehow the Coke went totally flat when I added the Bacardi, which I don't quite understand. And but in, yes, intoxicating. Yes. Please dr drink and drive responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> this, oh, you know, it's right. good that this is a nice number, like Podcast 20, because, like, I almost feel like the FCC might come and get us for this one. But, um, but anyway, yeah, that was just my dilemma. I was like, God, do I want to renew these subscriptions? And then I started to think, are these relevant anymore? I certainly cut back on my magazine subscriptions. I used to get a lot more. I used to love to get one, and, like, all the, all the glossy advertisements, Jason. Well, you know what? There, there still is a differentiation <laughs> you know? in that. The magazines, what I like about them is they can provide really in-depth coverage on a specific game where it's just its pages of 
interviews and stories about how a game's developed or what the psychology was behind it. And you can find that stuff online, but right, it's not it's not always as flashy or as it doesn't feel as substantial as it is in a magazine. I'm not sure if that's just the medium. But. The power of the printed word, <laughs> I guess. It's the it smell of the compelling. ink, I think. Maybe that. Well, yeah, I like to. I like to, like to snort the body. snort the text. <laughs> Well, any, any closing thoughts, Jim? Put you on the spot. Oh. You're an avid reader. <laughs> no closing thoughts. No closing no. thoughts? Opening thoughts? Medi- medium, mid- middle of the road thoughts? No, I think we've exhausted this. I'll say uh, I didn't think we were going to talk this much about it. I didn't mean to. I didn't think we were going to argue about it either. Oh, we weren't <laughs> arguing. We were just agreeing to disagree. <laughs> I wouldn't call it an argument. Not I just constructive it, comments. I think it was. Yeah. A, I think it was a good debate on Any constructive comments. I think it was a good debate on how websites, how how these gaming websites probably have to work, have to deal with, have to deal with their advertising, whether they're becoming irrelevant or not. In the in the case of the blogosphere, <laughs> you know, and just. Just how how the whole gaming media itself has changed over the years. I think you know it's it's been a you know it's been an evolution. It really has been. Yeah, a very rapid evolution with that too. Hard to say where it's going to go next. Well, cool. Well, I think that's the end of this wonderful twentieth episode. Woo-hoo. Episode 20. Uh, next episode, we'll be old enough to drink. Yeah. <laughs> we will be. <laughs> episode 21. Woo! I'm, I'm very excited about it's time it. To- Which I believe is our uh, spe- super special Califragilistic-Festivus-Kwanzaa-Hanukkah-Christmas episode. It'll be our holiday episode. Blood feast for the vampire goths of you. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, excellent. Oh, yeah. Our, wi- our, we will our announce- winter solstice... Uh, we will announce our uh, contest winner in that episode. That's correct. We will. be really cool. If, uh, if they decide to accept the prize. Oh, we'll yeah. find somebody. You know, if, 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 the lo- <laughs> if the lame... If the lame if Take the this lame prize now. If the doesn't want to get a free copy of Age of Conan or Warhammer Online, well... I'll ha- I'll basically raise my hand and say I'll take the prize. Thanks, Jay. We we appreciate you being there for, for forever. For the all right, all right. We do want to give a quick shout out to all the new users that have signed up on the on the site in the last week. Yeah, especially the ones not selling Viagra. <laughs> we <laughs> we appreciate you joining and actually signing on and and uh, you know listening listening of course and, and posting Adding comments, comments and. Yeah. It's kind of cool to uh, get to get to kind of interact with you guys. Keep it coming. Feel free to email us if you have any ideas for topics or anything you'd like us to discuss or n- like us to never discuss again. Like maybe the roundup <laughs> of sources for gaming news. Feel free to let us know. We we yes. love feedback. And uh, and, w- and where do where oh. do they send that? I think it's called channelmassive.com. Um, and you can mail us at mail, M-A-I-L, at M-A-I-L. channelmassive.com. <laughs> Unless you're canker. Then you can send it to mail and mail. And, uh, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yep. Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production.